I am Latina. I grew up with the chancla culture. I grew up with the no me oles así mal criada. I grew up with the opposite of respectful, gentle parenting, with the opposite of crianza respetuosa. And now I've been doing crianza respetuosa, gentle parenting since 2012 for a long, long time. I started doing it with my kids in foster care, and now I do it with my twins. So I know one thing or two about successfully applying this parenting style in a way that still aligns with my values as a Latina, still puts order in my house, and my children follow instructions, yet it is empathetic. It is uh, not chancla culture at all. So if you are a Latino parent, or if just a parent who want to know how to make this work, considering that you did not grow up with gentle parenting, then stick around because after this episode, I'm going to share with you my journey, how I started, the bumps on the road, how my Latino traditional family reacted to it, Como reaccionó abuelita, como reaccionó mi papá, how they reacted to it, and how I've been able to sort out parenting without chancla, without spanking. If you are new to us, hello, my name is Marcela Collier. I am the head coach of HAC Parenting Education Agency, and here we are committed on the mission to help parents go from frustration overwhelm to molar peace inside in their parenting so they can transfer it to their kids and raise emotionally healthy children. If that is you, then I encourage you to subscribe to our podcast or if you're watching us from YouTube to subscribe to our YouTube channel. And yeah, let's move on to the topic of this episode. I'm Rachel and I'm Marcela and you're listening to the Parenting with Understanding podcast. We are parenting coaches who have helped millions of parents like you all over the world go from feeling isolated and hopeless, unable to break the cycle of permissive or punitive parenting to feeling confident in parenthood and connected to their children's needs. What happened to me? What pulled me? to do a gentle parenting. So it was a journey and I have to confess that I subscribed to the chancla culture, meaning that I believed in it long time ago. I didn't practice it. I wasn't an active participant of it, but I thought that that's the way to get our children to listen to get our children to respect us, to respect boundaries, to know who's boss, to know who is the authority, all because I grew up with it. When you grow up with something that is so seen and accepted in your surroundings, then it's normalized in you. So I remember in Colombia, a long time ago when I was living there, Sometimes I saw parents pow-powing their kids on their hands. So the pow-pow is just a little slap on the hand. And I would look at it and not think anything of it. Or just say, hey, yeah, the kid was not listening. He deserved it. 
or to think that nothing else works, that's the last resort. So that was that parent's last resort. And now I know that there are many, a million, many other things that we could do instead of the fear that our children feel. I remember growing up, I felt this kind of like this sense of hypervigilance. I would look over my shoulders and look around to see if the chancla was not blind to me when I said something or when I broke something. I didn't want my kids to grow up with that kind of hypervigilance that I grew up in. But what was the turning point for me in terms of my mindset? What made me say, hey, Chantla culture stops with me, is not going to transfer to my kids. It was really when I started doing foster care. Why did I start doing foster care? Because I was struggling to get pregnant. It was already seven years trying. And I knew I had a lot in me, a lot of love in me to give. And I wanted to help some kids and bring them to my home. And I remember... These children were Latino children. One of them was four, the other one was seven, and they came from Chancla culture. And I remember seeing the fear in their eyes when they spilled their milk. I remember seeing the fear in their eyes when they forgot to do something I asked. And then I, it, that made me reflect a lot. Does that really the environment that I want to raise these children in? Which, by the way, I wasn't even allowed to use chancla culture with them because in foster care, you cannot spank your kids, thankfully. So I was not even allowed. But even if I were, I was asking myself those questions. Is it really necessary? Like, why would I want these kids to fear me, my house, the environment? to have the same kind of hypervigilance I had. So it was an experience. <laughs> it was an experience because I was backing down from following my roots, from following what I knew. Nevertheless, I knew that something needed to change. Why? Because I still had to face their meltdowns, their power struggles, their defiance. And repeating things kindly, we're not doing it. I knew that I needed tools when I saw that repeating things kindly did not do it. And by the way, as a parenting coach, I know that repeating things kindly is not a parenting tool. It's a parenting survival tactic. What else do I do? Because I cannot spank. So I enter in this stage of... My family, my Latino family, my abuelita, my parents, even my mother-in-law, she is not Latino, but she, I mean, she grew up and believed in spanking, telling me, pero no ves, don't you see? Los estás malcriando, you're spoiling those kids. You see how they answer to you? Si ves como te contesta. Es que está muy contestón. He's talking back to you. Do something, haz algo. And then it was those moments when I started questioning my own decision of doing gentle parenting. And I was like, I wonder if it's really true what they're saying, that I need to be more stern with them. I need to yell at them. I know I cannot spank him and I don't want to spank them. 
But if I were my kids, I wonder if that's what they really needed. If you are in that moment, in that doubtful moment of, I want something better, I want to change my parenting, I want to raise my children with connection and not so much fear, but sometimes it's still doubt based on all the things that my family tell me. I wonder if I just listen to them and that's what it needs to happen for my kids to meet not get out of hand. If that is you, I want to say that you are in a transition period. It's not that what you chose, the promise that you made to yourself and to your children, that you were going to raise them differently, is still there and it's valid. You are very brave to step out of your comfort zone out of years and generations of raising children differently. You're stepping outside the box, the generational norm that went on for so many years in your Latino family. So you're in a transition of, I know where you want to go, but I don't know how to get there. And all transitions are exactly like that. When we want to start our own business, there is that transition of, I know I want to start my business, but I don't know how to start my business. When you want to do anything new, it's that transition of, I want to do this, but I don't know how to get there. And when you are in that transition period, you doubt yourself a lot. Let's go to the comparison with business. I wonder if I have what it takes. I wonder if I should wait another year. But uh, right now, my kids are too small. And you start talking yourself out of it, not because it's what's benefit for you, but because you are scared of stepping into the new, that you don't know if it's going to work. And deep down inside of you, you know it works because you've seen it working with other people. But then that transition makes you doubt if it will work for you. The same thing goes with parenting, with changing your parenting style, changing the chancla for conversations, changing the cinto, the correa, the belt for natural logical consequences, changing the you need to listen to me because I said so to this cooperatively come up with a solution. Trusting yourself in that transition period is crucial because it's going to determine if you're going to keep progressing and growing and evolving or if you're going to go back to a safe and familiar. Don't let that happen to you. I fought it and I went and I got to the other side. How did I get to the other side? So I came across the work of Dr. William Glasser. He's a researcher in the topic of needs beneath behaviors and then I learned something that just changed my life and my parenting forever. He found on his research that every single behavior and I'm talking about humans so this applied to your behavior meaning when when you yell when you spank when you think against your values or your children's behaviors when they hit, when they kick, when they back talk, when they yell, all those behaviors are just the communication of a need. And that changed my life in so many ways. I became obsessed with the topic of needs because I knew that if I could just learn 
my needs and my children's needs to the core, I could change the trajectory of my parenting and get to that other side and fully transition to provide the parenting that I wanted for my kids. Imagine that you don't have to yell anymore, that you don't have to spank, that you can confidently parent your kids in front of your Latino family without looking permissive. Imagine how would that be for you and your children. Let me tell you, parenting with understanding, that's the framework of understanding our needs and our children's needs beneath our behaviors, is the framework that changed my life and changed so many of our clients' lives in HIC parenting education. I'm going to walk you a little bit through that framework in a little bit. <laughs> but before that, I want to tell you that you're not alone, that what you're going through makes sense. It's normal. We all, like the ones who are at the other side, went through that transition as well. But what was the tipping point or what really helped them at least I'm talking for my clients and I, was to embody parenting with understanding. So when I react, instead of me beating myself up or telling myself, you see, Marcela, you're such a bad parent, you're yelling again. I can see my need and meet it and meet myself with empathy, grace, and compassion. And when I see my children fighting or when I see my children yelling or in a tantrum, I don't see a malcriado, a spoiled brat, que dramatico, or, or any other label that were placed on us growing up, but we see a struggling child and we know exactly what they need to calm down, to relate to each other peacefully, to end their sibling fights, and to cooperate and listen to us. I want to show you the story of Kenny. When she came to us, he was a struggling parent. And you know, quite honest, he did not believe in gentle parenting. He was brought by his spouse, by his wife, who enrolled in our coaching program. And then he didn't have a lot of hopes for him. He was authoritarian. He was yelling. And sometimes he used his physical force. And after going through the process and started seeing himself as a good father, who just needed tools to understand himself and his child, his son. Then he started applying and embodying parenting with understanding. And this is what he's saying now. It opens up the mind to be more receptive to how you are and how your child views you, plus wants to be viewed. So it releases a lot of tension and struggle. Gentle parenting is for real. So let's talk about parenting with understanding. But before we go there, if you are like, I need this, I need direct support, I need to talk to a parenting professional, to HIC parenting, and express my particular needs to see if this will work, then I encourage you to access our free parenting assessment call. All you have to do is go to our calendar, which is the link in the description of this podcast episode or you will find it on our Instagram. Over there, you're going to find the link to our free class or the link to our calendar. You will choose what you need. The class will go in depth in this methodology of parenting with understanding. The link to our calendar is just 
the calendar for you to talk to either myself, Marcela, yes, you, me, or one of HSC Parenting Advisors. And over there, we are going to listen to your needs, understand you, where you want to be in your parenting. And from there, we are going to show you how this parenting with understanding framework could work for your particular needs and family. So yeah, go there and book the call or access our free class and we'll see you at the other side. So let's go back to my experience as a Latino parent, applying parenting with understanding. When you apply parenting with understanding, be ready to be misunderstood by your family when you just start applying it. Why? Because you see a child melting down and you see the need. Let's just say that you see a need for uh, communication and the child is struggling to communicate their feelings and needs. So they just melt down. You see that, but abuelita, la tía, tu mamá, tu papá, if they're there, they're not going to see that. They're going to see a spoiled brat who needs a spanking. Ellos van a ver un niño malcriado que necesita un chancletazo. So it's in that moment where I had to be very confident about knowing what I'm doing. Very confident that I could absolutely support my child through that need. So he comes down and he's able to listen to me, understand my words and follow me. I found that my level of confidence in those situations matter more than the actual things that I do. Why? Because if your parents, are, at least I saw it with my own family, if they see me shy, I don't know if this will work, or if they see me reverting to their suggestions, then that is the proof for them that what they're saying is true. And what you're doing or you're, what you're trying to do is wrong. So you need to stick to your truth and despite their opinion, apply parenting with understanding. Go down to your child's level. Help them with their needs. Don't focus on fixing their behaviors for the comfort of abuelita, of tia, of the tío that who just came to the holidays from other state, and you might be embarrassed about him thinking that you're a permissive parent. It's about putting our big boy, big girl pants and saying, or skirt or whatever you put, and saying, I parent my child this way, and I'm confident about this way, regardless of what you think, and even regardless of what my child does. Because I found that the sign of great parenting is not what my child does, it's what I do. So from my journey as a Latino parent, once my relatives started seeing that consistency in my parenting, that I don't waver, regardless of what they tell me or what my children do, I have a specific step-by-step Parenting with Understanding Framework to, that works every single time for me and my child, once they start seeing that my children respond way better to my parenting 
and they're yelling and they're bribes. Then they start respecting my parenting. And a big moment was when my father, see, Latino, Colombiano, old school, vieja guardia, he came to me and almost on his knees, he said, I wish I knew what you know when you were growing up. Ojalá yo hubiera sabido todo lo que usted sabe, hija. That's why he told me. I wish I knew. And he got to that conclusion now because I tried to convince him or because I tried to change his way of thinking. He still believes in spanking when it's necessary, quote unquote, for me, because for me, spanking is never necessary. But the important thing is that he respects the way that I choose to raise my children, regardless of his opinions, because he sees how confident I am in this. So what takes for you to raise up your confidence? What takes for you to stop listening to all the shattering noise, las vocecitas de tu familia, and start seeing only you and your child, and your needs and his needs or her needs or their needs? What takes for you to get to that point that you are hyper-focused on what you and your child exactly needs. And I'm saying that because I could, on the free class or on the parenting assessment call, give you the step-by-step -step framework, how you can customize it to your family. Nevertheless, if you are not confident in that you can do this, you're going to revert to the old ways when you get a little criticism. Or when they tell you, I don't know, this is como... No estás en la onda. The Colombians would say something like this. Es que es en bobo, ¿qué? Es en bobo. Eso no funciona, mija. Se tiene que ser más, hablarle más durito para que entienda. You have to talk a little louder, be a little more stern so they understand. That's what they would say. So what's your stand on those moments? Let's do a commitment right here, right now and right here. And if you are watching from YouTube, Write your commitment on the comments. What is your commitment to yourself when you face that criticism? Write your commitment on the comments. I promise I will read them. I promise because I read those comments. So my journey went from subscribing to the Chancla culture to, I don't know, this, this is for me, to I need something different. Something's got to change to doubting my decision, to finally breaking through and learning and embodying parenting with understanding of my needs and my children's needs. That's my journey. And that's where I am. That's where we are at. And wherever you are in your journey, it's okay. It's just a step. Keep taking steps. Move forward. Don't go back because your children will see you they are observing you everything that you do and say they're going to bring it back when they grow up they're going to keep you accountable when you are older what do you want them to say about you when they grow up that you were a consistent parent who was the same regardless of their mood and behaviors or that you were an inconsistent parent was didn't know where to stand with you. Sometimes they got the loving parents, some other times they got spanking, chancla, scary parent. 
you are the only one who can make that decision and take the path and honor that path. That's it for now. For the show notes, I encourage you to go to hicparenting.com. Over there, I have the breakdown of my journey. And remember that it only takes understanding of yourself and of your children to transform your parenting. That's parenting with understanding. I'll see you next time. Oh, and one last thing. Follow us. If you have not followed us, we are on YouTube, on Instagram, on TikTok, on Threads at High Impact Club. I'll see you next time.